0: Good Monday, everyone. Well, last week we began to talk about the gear God has given us that we can equip ourselves with so that we can be victorious in the battles of life. There are enemies, if we're not careful, that will rob us from the life God wants us to have. And we find this gear listed in Ephesians chapter 6. And just to remind us, it's the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, The Shoes of Preparation, the Shield of Faith, the Helmet of Salvation, and the Sword of the Spirit. In the scripture, it's referred to as an armor because it protects us from the onslaught of something that's coming to attack us. Now this first one, the Belt of Truth, helps us overcome the enemy of deceitfulness. Deceitfulness is an enemy that will attack you and rob you of life. Unfortunately, it's in every one of us. The scripture tells us that our heart is deceitful above all things and is desperately wicked. Now there's a lot of things that can be in your heart, but this scripture says, but above all things, it's deceitful. We're just born that way. Our natural tendency is to cover up our wrongs, to try to put ourselves in the best light, to hide the truth about us. So deceitfulness is a major enemy. Proverbs 17:20 says, "He who has a deceitful heart finds no good." There is nothing good about being deceitful. We think that it is. In fact, as we've said, the deceitfulness of deceit is that we think it's a good thing. If I lie, I just twist the truth a little bit, that it's to my good. But it's not. The Lord says that he who works deceit shall not dwell within his house, and he who tells lies shall not continue in my presence. And so we need to see how destructive this enemy of deceit is. Now the way God has given us to combat it is the belt of truth. When we gird ourselves with this, we are making a commitment, a decision, that I will be 100% truthful, that I will not lie, I will not misrepresent the facts, I will be honest, I will walk in complete integrity. To the degree we do that, we'll be like the Lord. If we don't do it, and we fall back into deceit, we become like Satan. And Jesus told some people who were deceiving themselves that they were of their father, the devil, who was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Satan is the personification of deceit. Jesus went on to say he was a liar and the father of lies. And so we need to know whose children we are and whose example we're following. Now Jesus was just the opposite. He was the personification of truth. When he came, the scripture tells us that we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus was the Son of God. He was full of truth. Jesus was God manifest in the flesh. And it tells us in Malachi 3 and verse 6, I am the Lord, I do not change. He doesn't change with the time, he doesn't change with the mood, he doesn't change according to the prevailing philosophy of the day. James 1 and verse 17 says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights. God is the Father of lights. In other words, there is nothing hidden. Everything is in the open. When you come to God, he's going to see everything about you. It goes on to say, With whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. So this is telling us that God doesn't vary, that there's no shadow of turning. You know, in the natural, you pick something up, And how it looks is determined by the light it's in. As you turn it one way or the other, depending on the light, it can look differently. But this scripture says there is no shadow of turning with the Lord. He is just what He is. You don't have to be afraid that He's going to change tomorrow from what He is today. If He promises something today, He's going to carry it forth tomorrow. If He says there's something wrong today, it's going to be wrong tomorrow. There is no variation. There's no change with God. And this scripture says he wants us to be the first fruits of his creatures. In other words, he wants us to be like him, to be in his image. Psalm 139 and verse 12 says, But the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. God doesn't vary from nighttime to daytime. He doesn't change. And we are to be the same. The Bible says that men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. People do evil deeds in the dark, where they can't be seen, where it can be hidden, where it can be secret. But the Bible says to God, the night and the day are both alike. God doesn't vary from when it's dark or when it's day. We shouldn't vary whether we are doing something at night in the dark, no one will know or whether we do it in the daylight when everyone can see. There shouldn't be any shift within us. When you have on the belt of truth, it doesn't matter whether someone's watching you or not watching you. You are going to be the same. You're going to be honest. You're going to be truthful. The situation will not cause you to vary one way or the other from who you are. You're just who you are. I tell you, wouldn't it be a wonderful world If you knew that people were just honest, that they're not going to say something behind your back that they wouldn't say to your face, that they wouldn't do something in secret that they knew was wrong because no one was going to find out about it, that they would just be honest. They would just be the way they are. This is what God is. God is the Father of Light. He walks in this perfect integrity and we are called to walk in the same integrity. You know, the scripture tells us, be ye perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. What does that mean? Does that mean just absolute holiness, that you won't do anything wrong? Well, we know that that can't be what this means because the Bible tells us we've all sinned and we've all come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. We can't be perfect in our conduct, in what we say. But I do believe we can be perfect in our heart. We can be perfect in this desire to be honest. You see, you can be sinful, but the scripture says in 1 John 1 and verse 7, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is, is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar. And we know God is not a liar. And his word is not in us. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. For he himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. This is a powerful portion of scripture that tells us we can be perfect if we walk in the light. As we're walking in the light, we may sin. And he says at that point, if you don't acknowledge your sin... Then we're making God a liar. In other words, what he said is not right. But do you see that you can walk in the light even when you sin? It says, then we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from our sin. You see, the whole matter here is walking in the light, being honest, owning up to who we are and what we've done. Not trying to hide because if we do, we're deceiving ourselves. And the truth isn't in us. I mean, this is so important that we understand these truths. We need to put on this belt of truth. It is the foundational article that we need to have. So we just need to be honest. Listen to what James 1 and verse 22 says. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart. This one's religion is useless. Again, we need to hear these truths. So many people are just religious. They go through the rituals. They go to church. Or they follow the prescriptions that it teaches. Trying to do what's right in your own eyes. And when you fall short, you hide it. You become a hypocrite. You let on that everything's fine, but really it's not fine. And he says here, it's like a person who sees himself in the mirror and he realizes he's not what he should be. But if you're religious, you see it, but you don't act on it. You cover up. You go out and you put the makeup on so that people will not see the imperfections of your life. But the scripture says here, we need to look to this perfect law of liberty. And I tell you, the only place there's liberty is in Jesus Christ. When you come just as you are, with all your faults and all your imperfections, and you acknowledge them to the Lord, and you say, I am a sinner. I have done wrong. I am not worthy to be in your presence. I need your cleansing. I need your provision of salvation. When we do that with an honest heart, not hiding who we are, but we open ourselves completely to God, He comes and cleanses us. And then from that moment on, we continue to walk in this perfect law of liberty. We have liberty in that he forgives us of our sins, but we are also being changed and perfected day by day as he changes us from the inside out. So this is what it means to put on this belt of truth. I encourage you to do it. It's available to you. Just take the time to get honest with God. And you will be amazed at the change that you feel about yourself. It's such a relief to just to just be yourself, to not have to hide anymore and not try to put on a front. That's all the time we have for today, but tomorrow we'll continue with the second article of Gear. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleems Road in Kitchener. Please join us this Sunday for one of our worship services, online at 10.30 or in person at 8, 9.30 and 11.30. Please register online as we are limited to 15% capacity. Go to our website at kwcf.org to check out all the details. We are living through difficult times right now, but the Bible tells us to cast all our care on Him, for He cares for us. So till next time, let God keep your life in balance.